to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way to deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and some things are meant to never be seen. And this is for OC this week. If you watch it on Peacock, you get the never-before-seen scenes. And we got to see Senor Noodles rap. Was that a never before? <laughs> I think it should be a never again. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about those is you all, they, they also have like a little thing come up on the bottom of the screen that says coming up. So you know that like what you're about to see, like the never before seen thing. It's like coming up is Shannon the town crier. <laughs> it's so much. We are also joined by my lovely friend and nope. co-host, Mr. Alex Morant. <laughs> Don't call it the fried chicken committee. It's Street Food Association of New York City. <laughs> that scene got me. It made me really happy Jessel is on our cast. All right. We are also joined by my lovely sister and our co-host, Miss Julia Baker. My armor protects me from butt grabs and your insults. Oh my gosh. I wasn't going to suggest it, but I feel like because we've had two New Yorks back to back, should we start with New York? Yes. Yes. All right, going off of Julia's tagline, we got to talk about Aaron's dress. It was either a size too small or she was taped wrong or something because that did not I think the cut of the dress good. was wrong. I think it just needed like an extra inch of armor on both sides. It was not good. It looked cheap, I thought. And her hair was like undone in the back. It was weird. Like, she was having this expensive party, and she herself wasn't, like, put together. She herself didn't pay a dime for the party. And she had a big rock on her hand. I, when we were going through the guests, I was like, oh my gosh, Brooks Marks is there. I wonder who the lady he was with. Oh Only to know, this new face is Meredith. <laughs> what a jump scare that was. I know. And, but I also love when, like, and it happened at um, Therese, the Teresa's wedding episode, too, of Jersey, when the Bravo people show up. And it's like like a big deal for a second, and then they're gone. Oh, yeah. They don't get to say anything. They don't get a testimonial. It's wild that Meredith looks like an Instagram filter. Yeah. Now, do you think they got a a decent amount of pay for appearing in that, like, one second of this episode? Or that's why they don't have any lines, so they can get away with not paying them? Oh, Alex. Interesting. Huh. I think huh. they're not paid. I think they know that people will say, did you guys see Meredith? And then people will go on their Instagram. That's my guess. No pay. Okay. They're but doing staying it for in the promotional? Zeitgeist, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Bryn, but I did not like the wife swap divorce jokes. I thought that was really tacky and gross. She kind of, like, she let the bit go on too long. I think it's inappropriate anyway, and I know that this is probably like a defense mechanism for Brynn, so I totally feel bad for her, but we know that Aaron's going to be pissed. Let's see how big Aaron makes it. I don't think I would ever say anything to Brynn because I know it's not real, but that's a weird thing to do. But as it was going on and on and on, I'm really happy that Brynn was doing that at this event because otherwise the event would have been really boring and no drama would have come from it. And Erin being offended, she has every right to do that. But thank God Brynn brought something. Someone even caught on fire and that was boring. I know. (laughs) Oh my God. So I was looking at these tables before the woman caught on fire. 
there were no um like seating tables like for a full dinner service. No. I think it was just heavy apps. They didn't feed them again, yet again. Mm-hmm. And, then, and nowhere to sit. Do you know what was indicative of what was to come? The fact that Erin and her husband ate dinner before. Yes, I noted that yeah. when they were having their salad. Um, I thought the another hilarious Sweet part grit. was when Kelly, Erin's sister, came over to like, she's like, these girls are going to fight and I'm going to tell them to be respectful. And they were just chilling. They were just chilling, <laughs> just talking. She goes over to do her thing and then accidentally says... They're, we're at their engagement instead of anniversary. So she really butchered her line. <laughs> and then the mom came up to chat with them. Were you guys looking in the background? Everybody was talking. Oh, totally. How long do you think those speeches went out for? I don't know if I'm being tricked by these Bravo editors or not. I can never really tell. But this time it felt like they were very, very long speeches. This was not. Well, that one guy had like a 10-page packet yes. with him. A dossier. So Julia and I have been to a wedding where there were probably six speeches. Most of them were the two to five minutes, which is like kind of painful. And the last one was 45. Do you wow. remember this, Julia? Yes. Wow. Twas painful. That's kind of funny because that's so long. That's almost better than if it was like a 10 minute speech. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny that it went on so long. It was, I, I would do that if I gave a speech at a wedding. It was, there was no notes. It was just kind of like well, off the top of the You note. had no notes. It was perfect. Um, yeah, the fact that I, people were talking so loudly, I thought maybe the room was really echoey, but then when Aaron shushed everybody and it actually got quiet, you're like, oh, people Ugh, were That just, made me so uncomfortable. The whole thing was awful, and they're, the, the actual vows themselves... Sounded like they didn't know each other. Still. <laughs> Aaron said AKA in the vows. It was rough, rough and tumble. Um, Jessel and her husband, I decided I love scenes with them because Me too. they are hilarious. Um, when Jessel didn't know, I just thought it was the funniest thing that Jessel didn't know what socially inept meant when she, her, she, she herself, herself <laughs> is the one who has a hard time, like, you know. Conducting herself with social eptness. It was hilarious. I like the peek behind the curtain when um, she said, what, are you going to drop the wine and then your kid will lick it off the floor like last time? (laughs) What's going on in this house? Yeah, where's where's that scene? Um, Jessel and her husband are not only my favorite couple scenes, Jessel might be, like, Jenna Lyons is Jenna Lyons, but Jessel is my very close second favorite. And I, the more we watch, the more I know Aaron was like, well, I'm going to be center apple for mm-hmm. sure. And mm-hmm. then she sees Jenna Lyons's and she's like, well, of course they have to give it to Jenna. But like probably next season, like Aaron doesn't know that she's the villain. She is the perfect level of delusional mm-hmm. where she is. She's, I, I've said it last time. She's giving season one countess, like very hoity-toity, bordering on Ramona. And I think she'll be the first to get divorced. Yeah, I think the facade's going to crack for sure. And I think this is the turning point episode. Just based on the preview for next week when it seems like they're all going to turn on her. Yeah, um, she is weirdly like Center Apple considering that the whole story arc is her never feeding them. Like that's the commonality. Withholding apples. 
<gasps> so I think I was going to say like this was outside of the whole anniversary party. This was a classic Bravo husbands episode. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask who's everyone's favorite husband from this show. But I think the answer is clear. Oh, it's Ray Miss- from Girls. It's Ray from yeah. Girls. Mr. Jessel. Pop it. <laughs> Who again? I was shocked he has an American accent. Yeah. I just give him Jessel's accent. Yeah. All right. We ready for OC? Sure. Oh, yeah. All right. OC. Uh, Shannon did one of my favorite things that a housewife does. We don't get it very often. She was talking to producers. We love a good fourth wall break. And was listing all of the things that she doesn't want said on camera. <laughs> on camera. I then realized it. To which then the cameraman puts down the camera, fills his feet, and then puts the camera right back uh-huh. up. I wonder, because we know that Shannon and her boyfriend break up. So I wonder if that the outing of all of Shannon's grievances by Heather and Heather's testimonial was done after the breakup or is Heather okay because that's my guess Heather's standing pretty strong in her convictions that like she hasn't said anything that would make Shannon upset at her but then we always are getting this cutaway to her listing everything but like who has brought this up in okay in this moment in real time for them who is the one who's bringing it up Shannon Shannon (laughs) yeah but also Tamara so Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what the heck right you know what I had forgotten during the big the Shannon and Heather face off was so funny, um, but I'd forgotten um, Heather's death threat to Shannon last season. <laughs> if you ever, because I was like, I like Heather this season, and then You're I like, remembered, oh. like you, Elizabeth, how much we hated her last year. <laughs> she was my least favorite, and now I'm totally loving her. But Heather's getting blamed for everything. I'm not they're making liking- her the uh, Lisa from Salt Lake of this show. Yeah, Alex. Oof. I think that they all know that she's breaking up with the OC. That's true. Do we think that was her third thing that she listed that she needed? No, the, I think the third thing is that weird interactive like TV. Oh, the Mark that Cuban thing. Has. Yeah, the Mark yeah. Cuban thing that he still doesn't quite know what's going on. Mark that she Cuban. wants a gig. Yeah. Um, overall, what a great cast. I think that Jin, despite not giving us too much, has really been a great addition. Mm-hmm. And I even like Taylor on it, and she's not really doing very much. Yeah. Taylor. It's just a good cast. And a what? I did feel so bad for Taylor, though, like, to get tequila shot in your mouth. They need and to stop that, with the like, food fights this season. Like, that was, like, too crazy. not okay. I was worried for her yeah i don't want tequila sticky like these women are wearing expensive clothes that i don't like alex said no food fights it always feels like it's tamra too tamra's the one who's chasing people and then shannon falls Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um were um either of you confused by how much emily apparently likes shannon yes I think it's confusing for Emily how much Emily says she likes Shannon. I was just so thrown. That's just It's just not the dynamic I'm used to, that Emily's trying so hard to like reclaim their friendship in that last scene of theirs together. I... The thing I love about the fact that we know that Shannon drunk dials everybody and like Emily's saying that she loves Shannon, I think these women do hang out when they're not filming quite a bit. Yeah. And so I like getting like to see that real friendship yeah it's fun i think we don't need gina 
Emily, though, has earned her place at the table, I believe. Gina's <laughs> thing keeps getting darker. And yeah. it's all her past stuff, too. It's not but like there's Shannon new drama. bringing it up constantly okay. is kind of funny. So I yeah. was like... Gina, I mean, in a very said, sad. You were drunk way. driving yes. with your kids in the car. Is that what was said? Like that's pretty bad. So sh- this isn't Shannon. This is another Gina blaming somebody else. And then we get the flashback of Shannon being like, "And I saved Gina." I was like, "Okay." And Gina's like, "Yeah, you love to say this about <laughs> me." I do love to say it. <laughs> All right, Gina, one point for you. All right, you guys ready for Atlanta? Yes. Yes. So next episode is the season finale. Thank God of the most painful season of Atlanta. This season was all over the place. And like Alex said, name a drama, name a plot that went somewhere. Cousin Courtney got demoted to just Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the only thing I have like, like my hands on. It's the only thing tactical for me. So this is insane that Sonia told everybody she was pregnant including her small child when she's only five weeks pregnant Mm -hmm. she hadn't gone to a confirmation gynecologist appointment yet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's nuts right i think we can all agree that she's a bit much yeah even the doctor was like you did what and the funniest thing is her big thing that she said this episode that she wanted a sibling for her son was so one of the siblings can really support the other sibling in all of their success and endeavors like that she has such a weird view of what a sibling is supposed to be (laughs) she literally said i want deuce and the new baby to have the relationship that i have with my sister like she was she's learned nothing no um, so Todd is just straight up making a porn, right? He's shooting it in his own yeah, house. I need to look at what the credits are for this movie exactly, because I thought it was just like him directing it, but then it showed like his his chair on set and it was just executive producer, and then in the talking heads, it's like him and Candy are directing it. I'm very confused by this movie. That sex scene was like very graphic. I think Candy was sitting in the chair next to him because if things get uncomfortable for her that she can't unsee in her own bed, she's going to be like, cut, cut. Yeah. yeah. She's such a supportive wife. He cannot say. But I looked at the, the poster for this movie, uh, The Pass, and it's Candy and Todd present. Oh. Uh-uh. She got she got number one. Is that because alphabetically she's first or? Oh, I don't know if that's actually the, the order of names, but just knowing that her name is like, oh, it's okay. Candy Haunted. and Todd. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we know it's a really funny poster. Um, what do we think about Sheree having a party for a baby at 9 p.m.? <laughs> this was actually the funniest part of the episode. <laughs> this was the fu- And her ex-husband delivered. Bob? Uh, yeah. Child, that was incredible. Child. That was amazing. Just and the it, funniest attitude for a guy to have in that situation. We were on a need-to-know basis. You had a kid. What? What was? What was need? What was need? He doesn't to give know? a fuck about anything. That guy. No. And Candy was actually like taking it harder that she didn't know about this baby than Sheree was. Like Sheree's like, nope, this is just how it is. This is why I'm no Wild. longer married. Yeah, Thanks. she clearly went through a lot with that guy and was just kind of like, this is just another notch in the Classic belt. This is just, <laughs> yeah. And it really shows how she can stand to be in these horrible relationships that we've witnessed her in like last season and then like a little bit this season. Like she yeah. really has the tolerance level of someone I've never seen before. 
the funniest detail is that the daughter was apparently like around at some of the events. And her, like, and her kids know her. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Why didn't her kids say anything? They, I think they have the same attitude with their dad as Sheree does. They're just like, whatever. You, there's they don't know more. what's real. They don't know what's not. They're just yeah. like, okay. Um, nice to meet you. I did like that Sheree told the balloon guy that there was no budget, to which I hope he heard what I heard. You're not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> did you like the return of um, Assistant Anthony? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I liked Candy's no-nonsense attitude about Anthony. I love her. And I, like, do you think Sheree brought Anthony around to create drama with Drew and Drew yes. just didn't take the bait? Good yes. for Drew. Like, yeah. Drew is getting a lot of work done. Oh, my gosh. So we had the grossest scene with Ralph that we've had yet. In many ways. He immediately fat shames that guy. Oh, my gosh. That was bizarre. And not even in a funny James Kennedy way. No. <laughs> fat man, get out of that <laughs> stool, fat man. And we've seen some horrible Ralph scenes, and yeah. this one creeped us out, and it even creeped Drew out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the glasses Well, I couldn't off. tell. The she kept saying off. that, like, he, like, loved hearing about it. The vibe I was getting is that he was, like, seething and hated hearing about it. What? How did you <laughs> interpret his reaction? It looked like I was watching a, the villain from Murder, she drew, in that scene. <laughs> well, you were. You were. <laughs> it was weird because... He was sexualizing her so much. And I think she was trying to be like, you know, Drew really identifies with being an actress and having this, you know, like Hollywood aura about her. And here he is basically acting like she's doing this weird, like almost porn thing for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think she just felt so like she can handle a lot of, disrespect she even said she identifies with her character nina because they're both submissive Mm -hmm. but when he was putting her like reducing her thing that she identifies with to like sex that's when i think it creeped her out i don't know i i couldn't i felt it i was creeped out Mm -hmm. but i was surprised drew was as creeped out and how she described it was he was more ralph than he's ever been like that's how she (laughs) described him being creepy yeah was being ralph I'm happy that they're getting a divorce. Me too. I've never been so happy for a divorce. Now, is she the one that initiates it or does he? Do we know? It's complicated. They both run somewhere to file for divorce and then... Oh, they try to out-divorce each other? They try to file first. Classic murder she drew. It's it's weird. (laughs) So stay tuned on that one. What did you guys think? Why do you think that scene with Ralph creeped her out so much? I think that he's always creepy in scenes, but I think that she's actually seeing him for who he is now, and that's the only difference. So it's not what he did, it's just that she's awake now? I, yes. Yeah, I think it's in the broader context of like so many scenes we've seen of her in the last couple episodes are her talking to someone about how her marriage is falling apart. So now whenever mm-hmm. she's talking yeah. to him, it's like through that lens. Where she's like, ew, I'm going to have to tell Candy about this later. <laughs> yeah. All right, are we ready for awards? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have to credit Reddit for my award from the Bravo. Credit Reddit for the Bravo Real Housewives Reddit account. Uh, this is the Kins Mojo Dojo Casa House Award, <laughs> uh, and I give this to Shannon's party, which was themed Fiesta Party. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your award? The Candice Can Sing Award. 
named after Candace of Potomac, who proved herself an actually talented singer in that famous Nicki Minaj reunion moment. Yes. Uh, goes to Drew, who apparently can act, as we heard Candy say many, many times this week. Um, so we'll have to decide that for ourselves when we all watch The Pass on Peacock coming oh, soon. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, is so it the award can Peacock? be revoked. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, Julia, what's your award? My reality show's Bring Attention to You award goes to Jenna Lyons, who said that she had way more attention brought to her when she decided to be an interior designer than she did her whole career in fashion. But I would like to say that she had a interior design show when she did that townhouse on HBO Now Max. And that's why she got more attention. And she's realized that reality shows bring attention because she is on a reality show where we give her a lot of attention so congratulations and she's still she's coming off pretty figured good it out. she, she is. is and she started talking about her relationship and now it's like obvious why her partner didn't come on the show because her partner was one foot out the door yeah mm-hmm. you know what's interesting is when you're looking at what jenna is giving us and what uba is giving us we we've been saying like oh uba is like friend of energy like she's not getting the scenes that make her a cast member full-time but neither is jenna and Jenna's center apple. Is mm-hmm. it because she's the most famous? Because she's the most fun to watch? Because I enjoy every scene. Scenes I hate going through closets with Jenna. Oh my God, more. The whole show should be that. Also, Jenna's reaction to Aaron's anniversary party was pretty amazing. She and Bryn were kind of on the same level of this is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I think Bryn's just louder. But Jenna was giving the same amount of shade. I think this Jenna is- brings more than we give her credit for. And I think that it's rare to see a housewife who is truly, like, insecure in a way that doesn't feel performative. Mm -hmm. And so I think you kind of, like, empathize with her in a lot of scenes where she, like, wants to get out of going to a thing or, like, feels weird about something she said in a way that feels more genuine than most others. Which is weird because she is, like, by far the most notable person (laughs) Mm -hmm. in many of these shows. For being the most famous person, like Alex said, like, one of the most famous people on Housewives in general... How is she the most relatable? So weird, but she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all been like, oh, I don't want to spend the night at this person's house. Oh, I don't want to be here. I just want to be at home. Yeah. She's got it. Yeah, she so really does. So thank you for signing up. Whoop. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at like uncool podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.